This is um, another tough day uh, in America, and a lot of opinions are going to be made. Um, the only thing that we can count on to be true is grace, God's grace. Um, we we lower the flags to half staff at the White House. And I'm sure they will uh, throughout the rest of the country as well. Um, this hits close to home because I'm a, uh, a school board member entrusted with protecting and educating children. Um, You know, I'm not personally in the classroom. I'm still entrusted with decisions to, to be made. Um, Uvalde, Texas, today, we had a shooting. 14 elementary school children, one teacher, and the grandmother of the shooter as well as the shooter himself uh, have died in this. The details are still sketchy, but everybody's opinion is out there already. The bastard that killed these people was Salvador Ramos. Uh, this was a Hispanic 18-year-old boy who first shot his grandmother and killed her. There was um, a be on the lookout issued and people say the police were chasing him uh, when he went to this elementary school. Uh, I guess he shot through windows, shot every which way he could with semi-automatic rifles. Um, and then he was shot dead by a SWAT officer. Um, Many law enforcement agencies descended on this quickly. God bless our police and law enforcement. You know, because Governor Abbott, this town was close to the border, um, and you might hear different things. If you don't understand the geography of Texas, close to the border can mean like 100 or 200 miles from the border. I don't, looking at the map, I would not call this town close to the border, but by Texas standards, it was close to the border. Um, people are going to say my thoughts and prayers don't matter, and I feel ridiculous uh, no I don't I don't I don't understand why God 
lets this happen. But I don't have to understand God's decisions. And I should pray for the people of this community, and uh, I will, and I, well, I have, but I will more. I will say this, in my opinion, had we not taken prayer out of schools in the first place, we wouldn't have to offer thoughts and prayers after school shootings, after shootings in mall, the malls, uh, every day in New York, Chicago, Detroit, it's a, a shooting somewhere. It's a death somewhere. It's a drug overdose somewhere. We've created a, a world of hell on earth through our own ignorant bliss. Uh, God rest these 14 children, the teacher and the grandmother. Um, and I'll be the first one ballsy enough to say it burn in hell, Salvatore, Salvador Ramos. From everything I see, he was the typical psychopath or sociopath. The FBI will do a psychological analysis later and figure out which path he was. But he was definitely a mentally unstable look in his eye from whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll be right back talk about the World Economic Forum. It's Big John on Americana, the American way. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John.
also be clear. The future is not just happening. That's just a scary The voice. future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. And we've been expecting Mr. Bond. We have the means <laughs> to improve the states of the world. We have laser sharks. But two <laughs> conditions are necessary. Necessary? The first one is that we act all as stakeholders of larger communities. That we serve not our only self-interests, but we serve the community. That's what we call stakeholder responsibility. And second, that we collaborate. And this is the reason why you find like you many opportunities here during the meeting to engage into very action and impact-oriented initiatives to make progress related to specific issues on the global agenda. Okay, a couple of important things. Your okay. So that was um, a little clip-clop from uh, Stephen Crowder this morning. Uh, he had a clip <laughs> of Klaus Schwab talking about the uh, goals and such on and so forth of the World Economic Forum meeting. Uh, many things being discussed at this. A, uh, a new pandemic accord is being discussed at the World Health Organization side of things, uh, reshaping the world, being a stakeholder in the bigger world community, new world order, global governance. Of course, he's only speaking to a set of elite people. I, I don't want to say rulers, but decision makers and bureaucrats at the highest level of international government which we don't need a international governing body but certainly not one that supersedes the sovereignty of individual nations and states um other fun things, Pfizer CEO uh, talked about ingestible pills with tiny microchips that send signals to relevant authorities. Who would relevant authorities be with regards to a pill? Now, look, folk. We've got Shanghai and Beijing, China, where the government is locking people in their homes. People are starving to death. They're jumping from windows uh, to their death, suicide from hunger and depression because, excuse me, because of this. And now the governments of, of the United Nations and the World Health Organization and some nations around the world want to give over your bodily autonomy, your 
your bodily health, your decisions that you and your doctor should be making for your well-being to government advisors and they're going to say, okay, we can track you. We know who and who does not have the pill in their system. And what happens if the microchip fails and doesn't work? That, that happens. Computer glitches happen every second of every day. Are they going to force another pill on somebody? I know we, we think of vaccines as injections, but I'm sure that they could put it in a pill form. Uh, the other day when I touched on this, you know, my dog has a microchip in her that came through a vaccine needle. And so we know it's possible to inject a, a microchip into somebody or something. I don't believe the COVID vaccine carried a microchip just for the record, but Pfizer, uh, who has a lot of influence over the World Health Organization, over the United States government, over uh, the Food and Drug Administration, the um, CDC, all of, all of them, because they, they have money, they, they give money. Um, they bribe people basically. When is this going to start and when is it gonna, where will it stop once it starts? It won't stop. The pandemic of fear is already continuing. Pandemic of fear. Now we got to fear monkeypox. Next we're going to have to fear fiery sulfur and locusts from the sky, people. The way this is heading. Um, Australian bureaucrat. Uh, she's not even Australian. Her accent doesn't sound Australian. I, I, I caught her spiel the other day. I already talked about this, but... This Australian e-safety commissioner, Julie Inman Grant... Uh, talked about recalibrating freedom of speech. Um, absolute freedom of speech is the only freedom of speech. And the United States is really the only place that has it. Right now, if you break free speech on Twitter or Facebook or something... If you speak too freely, they lock your account, they shut your account down, they take down your post. Um, then, <clears throat> it, what's going to be next? Because what they want to be next is you speak too freely and you go to jail. In Britain, people have been arrested put in uh, a temporary holding cell and then fined for calling someone a bloke 
which is a British in it depends on how it's being used but generally it's an insult Australia Canada people have been jailed for saying insulting things and these are the standards that some in the international community want for the world because you know there was a lunatic son of a bitch in New York that shot up a African American grocery store well a grocery store in a neighborhood that was predominantly African Americans blacks um, and that guy said he got radicalized on the internet during the pandemic. Well, you can only get radicalized if you're freaking crazy to begin with. And I do believe that we do need some stricter gun laws to keep the guns out of the hands of crazy people. I'll be one of the frankest people, you know. I'm on anxiety medicine. I have anxiety mostly under control, but maybe because I don't understand how my mind works. Well, I do now, but I didn't five years ago. Maybe I shouldn't be allowed to hold a gun. I don't own guns right this minute, but maybe if you have a history of mental illness or are on medications, uh, like Ritalin or all those ADHD, ACC, ACDC, whatever the hell medicines, maybe you shouldn't be allowed to have a gun. Because um, I'll guarantee you, uh, it's not the speech on the internet, it's not the words coming from other people's mouths, it's not radicalization by uh, ultra-maga, right-wing, whatever we are now, Republicans and conservative Christians, and uh, they'll probably blame the Jews while they're at it. It's not us. It's not radicalization. It's mental health uh, that causes people to get radicalized and do radical things. January 6th was not a radical incident it was a few assholes acting like assholes out of almost a million people a cup 2,000 or so acted a fool but the, the world why the hell is this a, a world economic aren't they supposed to be doing dealing with world economics money the flow of capital and currency around the world no they're talking about policing free speech on the internet and recalibrating free speech there's only one free speech and that's absolute free speech if you say something asinine then you're an asshole like Bill Cosby used to have the joke. I hope I'm allowed to tell Bill Cosby jokes. 
I don't know, but I will anyway. He used to have a joke. Uh, he asked a, a friend, "Is well, why do you do cocaine?" And the guy said, "Well, it intensifies your personality." And uh, Cosby responds, "Yeah, but what if you're an asshole?" Well, <laughs> it's not speech that was heightening the asshole's personality. It was drugs. Now the drug dealers or the doctors and the pharmaceutical companies are pushing these things. So there's a lot more to think about than, oh, we have to police free speech on the Internet. The Internet's, what, 25, 27 years old? As far as being accessible to the whole public, you know, um, the World Wide Web to regular people. Um, 1995-ish, we say it went online. And how long was the Internet just a fun, free speech zone? At least the first half of its existence... And they tried to blame video games in the 90s uh, for these school shootings. They're blaming everybody but the person that does the shooting. Uh, and, it, you know, with these riots, it's groupthink. It's mob mentality. You get a bunch of angry, pent-up people, and they get out in the streets like Kenosha, Wisconsin, and... Yeah, some things are spread on the internet, but were the people burning down Kenosha or other cities uh, in America? Uh, what was it? Was it? Where was it? St. Louis, Missouri, Baltimore? Were they radicalized by the internet? No. They were frustrated by decades of oppression, low wages, low expectations, uh, low, low education. They had the potential to be very smart people. Everyone has the same brain capacity and the same abilities for the most part. So who let them down? Oh, the same governments that want to tell you how to speak and how to think and what to do with your body in a pandemic. So, there's some feed for thought, food for thought. Um, God bless Texas. Pray for comfort and peace over the families of the victims of today's shooting. It will take years to heal their hearts and minds, but I hope the first place they turn is their pastor, their priest, their church. I just pray that God gives the, those families some kind of peace. In Jesus' name. Thank you guys. Talk at you later on. One more amazing grace go around.